0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys. And take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan? Yes. Earlier today, this squirrel was fucking with me. my God. So you killed him, right? Well, here's
2: the thing. Oh, he didn't kill him? He's going to tell all his buddies.
1: Fuck, fuck, yeah. Fuck. 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 Yep. You're uh, you're out. <laughs> but I thought. So here's the scenario. Okay. If
2: I mean, if the scenario, de- I don't know what you could tell me that would make me optimistic for your future, <laughs> because you know the squirrels, they're chatty. Yeah. And if one fucks with you without getting
1: killed, well, basically all of squirreldom knows it. But here's the thing, Jordan. Yes. So this is what went down,
0: mm-hmm.
1: outside my home, mm-hmm. Mount Washington, Los Angeles, California. Yeah, and there's what's the zip code there? Nine double O six five. Great zip code. Yeah, great zip. Yeah. So there is a set of power lines that run immediately in front of my house. There are no sidewalks on my street. As mm-hmm. I've said before on the program, I live on a weird semi-dirt street in the city of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So there's power. There's power lines that go outside the front of my house. Mm-hmm. These power lines to me I think of them primarily as the place where the birds that shit on my car stand. Mhm. You know, that's like the Not as the one. things that give you that power your house. No, because probably they're just delivering, you know, my neighbor's uh NBA season pass or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> that's if these an things important, have electricity that's an in them. Job. Yeah. Right. It is important. Yeah. You know, watch all 81 games of your favorite team season. So. Or so. I don't know how many games are in an NBA season.
2: But and, you know, neighbors got to watch basketball. Birds got to shit. Yeah. So, those power lines are serving a purpose. Yeah, there's a reason they have a cloaca. <laughs> exactly. And it's and it's you not st- just Do sex. you do you want those birds to fill with shit? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just or, do you, or do you want them to release the shit at <laughs> some sort of family function? I just imagine one of those those tipping drinking birds. Right, but it tips when it fills with shit. Right, and then when it goes down, the shit comes out its beak, and then it goes back up. Yeah, that would be That's what so would be gross. happening I'm sorry. to
2: local birds. <laughs> Were they not to shit on, on atop your power line? So there's a- Anyway, it's a circle of life, Jesse. Have you not seen the Lion King
1: or the Lion King remake? There's a squirrel up there. Yes. And I don't know what he's doing because it's not a tree. Is he shitting? If this- Let me put it this way, right, Jordan. Mm-hmm. If this squirrel thinks he's going to find a nut on this fucking power pole, he's got another thing coming. Yeah, that's a little goofy. I mean, already I'm on, listen, when you started
2: the story, I was on the squirrel side. But if this guy's up there looking for nuts, that's nuts. (laughs) Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
1: So he's up there, Mm -hmm. and this asshole Mm -hmm. is talking shit Mm -hmm. like he was Michael Jordan playing Reggie Miller in the NBA playoffs. Man, yeah, that's some serious shit. A continuous stream of whatever the fuck noise is right. these little assholes make. Well, I mean, as soon as he started that, you should have killed him. So I don't have like a lineman's garb. You know what I mean? I don't have the, the, the strap. I don't have the ropes. Hurl something.
2: You got shit in your pockets or stuff on the ground. Start hurling. So
1: this is what Knock I did, Knock him to the Jordan. ground. Because, Jordan, you're portraying a it's picture stop of on me. on his head. You're portraying a picture yes. of me as weak and ineffectual. And while that's not untrue mm-hmm. in a general case, mm-hmm. it's a very fair okay. characterization of me generally. <laughs> mm-hmm. In this case, I gave this squirrel the business. He's jittering at me. Right. And I'm like, I look up at the squirrel and I said- out loud, what the fuck, squirrel? <laughs> yes. Because... Well, well,
2: okay. Well, maybe I maybe I spoke too soon. It sounds like you. Uh, it sounds like you asserted
1: yourself. <laughs> so I looked. I, I, the squirrel's still chittering at me. Right. I looked him in the fucking eyes. Mm-hmm. I said, "Come get it, asshole." And he shut the fuck up. Well,
2: did he shut the? Well, okay. Do you think you won the? Or do you th- I mean, to, I mean, I know squirrels. Yeah, sorry, I I do. <laughs> it's an interest of mine. Um, and you know, I think maybe you more into reds or grays. Pff, I mean, all the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> sure, bring me a purple squirrel for all I care. Yeah, Just show me those bushies. <laughs> as long as they've got a bushy, <laughs> it's a nice fat natural bush. Nice, <laughs> yes, a big natural bush like them natural. And hey, you know what? But if, purple. If they want natural wanna, but purple. If the squirrel wants to enhance their appearance, right, with a little elegance. Elegance. <laughs> uh silicon bushy, if you will. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to shame them. If they feel like they look better in a swimsuit, I say go for it.
1: Yeah, they got to go to the good veterinarian, don't cheap out on that. No. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah you know, just run across the power line all the way to beverly hills yeah <laughs>
2: whoever whoever does renee Zolwicker's squirrels <laughs> uh but yeah you, he he told all his buddies that you uh that you wimped out and they're probably going to descend on your house i think maybe well, when I you fucking
1: intimidated him when you return to your home He's today you are gonna fuck with me again well, I, gave him the, I gave him the fucking uh, Dave Stewart from the Oakland Athletics, not from, not from the Eurythmics, death stare.
2: I think when you return home today, squirrels will have uh, invaded your home, and um, uh, I think they may be married to your wife. A pile of squirrels will be married to your wife. There
1: will be divorce papers. Yeah. Can I be honest? Yeah. It's fine as long as they take one of my kids. I, I want to keep at least two, but just take one of them. I mean, I don't I think need all three. I
2: think the squirrels it's too much. I think the squirrels have now have custody. You'll probably get a once a month visitation. Yeah, that's fine. And they're going to call the pile of squirrels daddy. Well, you know, he's the one that bought them the goddamn Nintendo. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> Lets them stay up, have ice cream for dinner.
1: Oh jeez.
2: Sorry, man. You're gonna have to get yourself a condo somewhere.
1: That might not be so bad. If there's a, there could there might be a hot tub. There might be a hot tub. That would be great. If I had just a little cooktop, mm-hmm. a refrigerator, maybe maybe even the kind of refrigerator where the freezer's on the bottom. That's nice, yeah. And the hot tub. And like unlimited bean burritos seems like you're pretty stoked about your new life. See,
2: sometimes it pays to be a coward. <laughs> you get a cool condo out of the deal. You get to pawn your kids off on a pile of squirrels. Right. Who will treat your wife very well? I hope so. I hope, you see, the thing is- the squ- In this scenario, the squirrels are in a man-shaped pile. I forgot to mention that.
1: You know, what the, you know, what's, yeah. uh, you know what's important? Hmm. Is it these fucking squirrels, the thing that they understand- you got to put away a little something for a rainy day, you know? <laughs> right, yes. That's what, I'm out here spending it as quick as I make it, mm-hmm. and these squirrels are responsible. They're investing in Bitcoin. That's why they deserve my wife. <laughs> right. They deserve to be married to my wife, to make a, an emotional commitment, mm-hmm. a lifelong commitment to my beautiful wife, Teresa Thorne. Well, Teresa squirrel now. <laughs> 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 the squirrel's last name is Squirrel, by the way. <laughs> Our guest on this week's program is the host of the podcast. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. She's also the host of the relatively new, I'm not going to say all the way new, newish, newish, exactly. Parenting podcast, Childish, alongside our old friend, Grapefruit Simmons, comedian Grapefruit Simmons. <laughs> Allison Rosen is Hello. our guest. Hello,
3: I already have so many things to say. Great. Let's-
1: Let's do it because we're done. <laughs> yeah. okay. It's all you now.
3: Take a seat, guys.
1: I, um, honestly, we were kind of done with that two minutes in, but okay. I just I just put the meat thermometer in, and this goose is cooked. That's mm-hmm. right.
3: Now, in your sad dad divorce apartment, where you have somehow uh, Allison, it's a condo. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. it's a condo. In he's sad. He's doing, yes, is he's he doing owning? all right? Is he own?
2: Uh, well, I mean, it depends on. I mean. Here's the thing you buy the condo, but then you got to pay the association fees. Right. Fee. Yeah. Exactly. So, so maybe it makes a is, little more sense to I'm rent thinking or about, lease.
1: I'm thinking about running for a condo board.
3: Oh, you should. <laughs> they yeah. like you there. They really do. They love I when you feel like the pool. You can
1: get
2: the gym hours extended.
1: It's like I feel like I am living with friends, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I have my own space because right. there's a lot of other cool guys in the complex yeah. that I like to hang out with. We talk about, we go to the U2 concert together. <laughs> nice um it's really fun yeah you guys actually liked getting that u2 album for free right oh loved it i was like can i get an
3: rem album as well <laughs> keep them coming
1: <laughs> here's yeah. what i want to know though
3: in your condo excuse me where you for some reason have like a really nice refrigerator with a freezer on the bottom uh are you well, sleeping... it has all
1: stainless steel appliances yes but continue
3: are you sleeping on a futon or an actual bed
1: uh, it's a murphy bed <laughs> So it's a small, it's not a big space, but it does have high ceilings.
3: Okay, well, so that, that really gives makes it you a sense roomy. of.
1: But it is tough when a lady comes over mm. or a pile of chipmunks, mm-hmm. and I have to pull down the Murphy bed, right? Just so there's somewhere where two people can sit, because mm-hmm. normally it's just my. Of course, I got. I have a flat screen. Of course, so I got my flat screen. Yeah. I don't know if you have one of these. If you're on CRT still, if you're yeah, still. Yeah, No, We have a ray tube.
3: Yes, a tube television. It's very heavy. Yeah. Is so, it a TV VCR combo? <laughs> yes, Those it are, is. That's
1: yeah. really efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then I've also got a Discman alarm clock combo. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I only have combo appliances. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Got a ha- a it's hair br- two things or it's no things. That's right. It's a hairbrush and a hair dryer. Uh huh.
1: Those are the three things I have. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. those three,
3: but I've, I've pared it But you're doing down.
1: well. you professional yeah. podcaster. <laughs> yeah. Owner of three items. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing your thing. But six. Oh, that's right.
2: right. Technically, six it. items. Yeah. Technically six items. Technically six items.
1: So, yeah. So in that, in, in that place, I do have the Murphy bed, but I also have the one chair.
0: Mm-hmm. I've
1: got the flat screen, and I have the, not to brag, but... VHS DVD combo deck. Nice. Oh,
3: you also have that. Yeah. So now is it embarrassing when like, you guys both get up and the bed just snaps back to the wall?
1: Well, I usually ask some of the chipmunks to stay on the bed. <laughs> just to enough keep to down. keep it anchored. Enough to keep it anchored, This yeah. is a real
3: good for the goose, good for the gander, kind of like she's going to go for the squirrels, yeah. you're going for
1: chipmunks. I should mention, when I have a group of geese over, <laughs> they, I I did get in my condo, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you I don't know if you have one of these, but I got one of those uh analog to digital uh antenna converters. Oh, so you can get all the local channels. <laughs>
2: <Get all> the <laughs> you local love your channels. local channels. I love. <laughs> if the there's local one channels. thing I always say about this guy, a lot of people ask me, like, yeah. "What's it like working with Jesse oh, yeah. Thornd?" What's it? What's he really like? And yeah. you know, how did it get started? How did he get started? What's I mean, he, he can like? Get
3: down the street without being
1: peppered with those questions.
2: Right? I mean, it happens more than you'd think. And the first thing I say, working with
1: Jesse, <laughs> he loves his local channels. <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, gotta go. Mom is on. <laughs> sure,
3: and and then it rolls straight into Mama's family. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. it's called the Mom Block, the Mommy Block. Of television. Can I, can I ask you guys a question? I was just thinking about Mama's Family. Hmm. I know that was a real show, right? But what was it? Yes. I, yeah. I watched a lot of it. Like it spun I,
3: off of the Carol Burnett Show. Did it really? Yes. So Vicki Lawrence played Mama, and it was a sketch that they did on the Carol Burnett show. And then they turned it into a show. And best I can tell, it was just a real white trashy family.
1: Was Now, Vicki Lawrence is a – I don't mean to be much rude. Much younger than she much Not younger, Mama's age. But she's, no. a, she's a lady. Yes. For some reason, I think I always thought it was a dragon no. in I thought it was a drag Thinking performance. Thinking
2: of Dame Edna
1: okay. <laughs> so around the same time, Speaking those two of which, things when a were- a group of possums comes over to my house, that's what she calls her audience. <laughs> um, she was a gal. So it was, so she, but she was not an old lady. Correct. So she was wearing, she was still wearing like fake old lady stuff. It was like, yes. a, it was age drag. Yes. It did look like, it did look like a live on stage sketch comedy type outfit that she wore. Mm-hmm you know like something you would wear on the gong show or whatever right that makes a ton of sense but was it ever on network television was it just on after in the in the interregnum between oh, right. like when out of this world ends <laughs> right yeah and Small MASH wonder. starts yeah.
3: right like was it only ever in syndication um i I don't. I believe it was, but I don't know for sure.
1: Did they make those? You know those sitcoms that they were going to make a hundred episodes of? Like there was one that had uh, what's his face from uh, Two and a Half Men. Uh,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. So I think right. So for a while, was anger is management. It was yeah. anger yes. management. Uh, yeah, I think for a hot second there was a new TV model where they were going to film a hundred episodes of something. You know, as back to back as they could. To, you know, put it into syndication immediately. And I think it only worked for Tyler Perry. Uh I think Tyler Perry did it to some success and then, but no one else did. So, yeah, there was the... Was
3: Just Shoot Me one of those? I don't
2: think so. I think that was must-see TV. I think that was was like
1: maybe the death throes
2: of must-see TV.
1: Is Tyler Perry technically a Mama's Family reboot?
2: (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to. Yeah, I mean the Tyler the Tyler Perry Mama's Family shared universe is a complicated yeah. continuity, yeah. and that's
3: what he calls it. Tyler Perry's Mama's Family.
2: Tyler's Perry's Mama's Tyler, family. <laughs>
3: yeah, he decided to go crazy. Once Medea
2: collected all the Infinity Stones? She could break reality and open up a portal to the Mama's Family universe.
3: The other thing I want to say, and I yes, know please. I feel as a professional podcaster myself who right. owns. Three slash six items. <laughs> yeah. I feel that we have moved on, and I'm dragging us back to no, it's s-
1: fine. Squirrelville. We yeah, don't let's... have any material or talent per se. I okay.
2: have a grateful you know, to have you. I have again. a vague. If we need it, this can, this can we can save this for another time. If we need it, I have a kind of a medium interesting story about
1: being offered cocaine. But yeah, and oh, I also want to mention when I say that we don't have any material or talent per se. Podcasting material. Jordan is a very talented comedy writer. Yeah. Yes. I'm um
3: You're great at crafting first, a beard.
1: My first thought is 63. three. <laughs> is that <laughs> That's, a good, good yeah, That's a good height. It's a good. It's like you don't usually hit your head on stuff, but you're taller than almost everybody. Sure.
3: I would have guessed you were even taller than that.
1: I might be 64. I'm in the middle. I'm in the 63-64 mm. range.
3: Is that in the interregnum? Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I did I did make note of that word. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're almost as tall as Vicky from Small
2: Wonder. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: I mm. want to hear this cocaine story, but what? Yeah, I, wait, yeah. Let me just get let me just get this yeah, out sure. so that I can. Oh, right. You, right. Yes. Move so, no. On. We can go
2: back to the squirrels. The cocaine story is not that good.
3: I. Okay. Like the idea of Jesse running for condo board, etc., mm-hmm. because he's been cuckolded by the man shaped squirrels. Right. But yeah. during the whole story, I was, and I'm the sorry. The good
1: because we spent weeks working <laughs> on that idea. You were up If you would come yet. in here, if you had come in here and said that that was a no go. Mm-hmm. Th- we was that's fucking six weeks of our lives yeah. down the garbage dump. Well, I don't know how you're gonna feel about what I had to
0: say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm with Jesse. I'm sorry, Jordan. No,
0: that's okay. You've
3: come on my show a lot. Yeah, I feel your family. Uh, Thank you. Did you know that? I didn't know that till right
2: now. No, I mean,
0: turns but I- out
3: I feel your family. It's cool. Um, but. I think. Can
2: we, we go to an olive garden together? Because that's.
3: Yes, because when, when we're there, we're. Us. we're
2: a fan, we're us, yes. <laughs> when we're there, we're Allison that's and Jordan. The
3: only place where I can be myself. Yes. And, and with I, you.
2: Yes. Is right. an olive garden. Let's go to an olive garden and let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into Ooh, it. yeah. Before the second helping of salad comes. <laughs> that's right. The bottomless salad.
1: The bottomless salad. Ooh, uh, endless get more
3: salad, endless breadsticks, bottomless salad, and then we can talk about our other family members.
1: Yeah, and who wants more
2: breadsticks? We, have you had the Olive Garden breadsticks? Yeah, They're, I mean, it's like it, 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 they are that thing. Um, and I, you know, I don't have a lot of affinity for the Olive Garden. I've been to it a few times, and we, uh, my mom's uh, hospital threw her retirement party at the Olive mm. Garden, so I've been to an Olive Garden recently, and we had a great time.
1: Olive Garden was my high school uh high school play after show hangout spot. Oh nice. Stonestown st- mall, baby. Do they stay open late? Uh I guess the one in the Stonestown Mall did. Sure. Uh and the Olive Garden breadsticks,
2: I would say, are you know, they're pretty good, but they definitely have that chemical food quality where you are compelled to keep eating them. Oh yeah. And I think they know that, and I think that's what the unlimited The unlimited uh promotion. Uh, Kind of plays into that. Mm. And I think you know that they will just keep coming as fast as you can eat them. And they, yeah, they just, they just, they draw you.
3: There's some kind of like tang. And by the way, I haven't been to an olive garden in like probably 20 years. Yeah. And I'm bragging. But there's some (laughs) kind of like tangy salt on them, right? There is a tangy salt. Yeah. There is, it's,
2: it's a melange and it's, uh, it's particular and it's compelling. I, would I think uh, I, I would not say it's a delicious food it's a compelling food
1: right I think that um our high school theater group mm-hmm. uh we went to the olive garden because we were conducting a series of experiments mm-hmm. on the question how few people in a group of restaurant restaurant patrons must order food right before you are expelled from a restaurant. Oh, what did you learn? So, you know, you would start, you'd have a group <laughs> of, let's say, eight. You start, your first time out, seven people are buying an entree. Mm, right. You know what I mean? And everybody's eating, you know? Sure. Next time out, what if we do five? What if five oh, people? I think we got to the off. point where we had three people ordering actual food and maybe one or two people ordering an appetizer in a group of eight or nine. Mm-hmm.
3: And did they leave the place settings for the other people, or did they do the like we know what you're up to? I'm confiscating the forks.
1: Well, they only had so many forks. They had to do what they had to do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Someone needed the fork. Yeah.
3: Uh,
2: oh, did you have a did you have a, a criticism about the squirrel thing? It's not we... a criticism. Okay. It's
3: just a. Just a difference of opinion, okay? Than you, yeah, sure, Jordan, my brother.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, getting. I thought maybe we were at a cousin thing going on. But oh no, sure. I think we're. I'll take
3: it. Yeah, I'll take we sibling. have the same parents. Cool. Um, I think that Jesse won the standoff with the squirrel because wow. he got the squirrel to pipe down.
1: Yeah, wow. well, that's how that's how I left it feeling. I left right. it feeling like a fucking champ.
3: But I guess Jordan feels like unless you killed the squirrel, you're done for because squirrels are so like. Dog eat dog. Well, I mean, they have.
2: Listen, they have a they have a complicated social structure, right. and they're they work as a collective. Yeah, they can pile themselves into any shape, like right. ants uh, or the Borg. A man, a fist,
1: a wave, mm. and I mean, I think if the squirrel <laughs> knows, a lot of people don't know this, Allison. I don't think but, I know it. Um, Tvardish Stalin. The brutal dictator of the USSR was actually a group of squirrels working collectively. That's why he was so committed to communism. I
3: didn't know this. It's yeah. true, but it it checks out. Do you now?
2: You are you kind of. I mean, you don't have a brand new house, but you mm-hmm. you're in a new place, new-ish. a new area, like
3: my newish podcast. It's newish. Yes. Yeah. Do you? Is there?
2: What's and you move from kind of around uh, my zone of mm-hmm. West Hollywood, sure. nine zero four eight for talking zip codes. That's and a you solid know,
1: code. And oh, you know...
3: We, we were 90036. Oh,
2: interesting. Yeah.
1: Less solid. This... I see why you left. Sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I- Jesse loves his local channels, and I love my zip code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me more
3: zips, zips and chans, you know, zips
2: and chans. You know what they say, Jordan? Zip code jokes get your zip code work. <laughs> That's true. I, <laughs> I, I would love a little zip code work at this point. I'm honestly. zip.
1: I'm zip. The U.S. Postal Service's zip code mascot. Oh yeah, yeah. That guy was fun. Yeah. Do uh, you still have him? I don't know. I my love for sister them to still have him.
3: Before she could really speak well, referred to him as Mr. Ziptoes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Mr. Ziptoes. Awesome.
3: Uh,
2: But you are now in, you're now in Burbank, beautiful Burbank. Do you want the
3: zip? Let's hear the zip. 91505.
2: Whoa! What are you, Johnny Carson? That's a code. Hello, Burbank, California. That's a code. Return address. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yes. <laughs> what's the wildlife like? Do you have, cause you have a oh, yard. Boy. Do you have oh, squirrels, boy. critters? I want cruders? everyone to know. Yes.
3: There was no pre-interview. You're not teeing up a story. No. You just happened to land. Wow. On
2: yeah.
1: We, people listen to this show. They know we don't prepare for it or mm-hmm. work on it at all. So what, what's what's going on? We had on?
3: a family of raccoons living under our house.
1: Whoa.
2: We
3: had rats in our attic.
2: Oh, my gosh.
3: Yeah. Uh, one of them essentially committed suicide on Daniel's watch. So let me see if I can make this. By Daniel, the way. Daniel, your husband. Yes. When I said that you landed on a story, I didn't mean a good story or one that's succinct. So let me see if I can just <laughs> no, tighten sure. this up.
1: Were these rats, just to clarify, standard rats or like uh, Nim type rats? <laughs>
3: Oh. Are we are
1: we What's talking a, what about what is a nim type rat? You know, you know what I'm talking about, Jordan, it's, a nim type rat, like, yeah, kind super of super in- super intelligent a fantasy
2: magic rat.
1: It's a it's like a hyper intelligent uh, building electronics mm. uh, mm-hmm. incredible underground world type rat.
3: I think they're that kind. Yeah. I didn't have a chance to really, like, get into trivia with them, but my sense is that they're that kind. Wait, so how does
2: one commit suicide?
3: Okay, so we had our furnace in a closet in the living room, and when we uh, were looking at the house, I thought, that seems very unsafe. I feel like that is not a place that the furnace should be.
1: I'm imagining one of those, like, 1930s, like, iron bar furnaces where you, like, open it and, like, flames belch out. Is that the right kind? Yes. Okay.
3: Yeah. The house was built then. The furnace has been, had been replaced since then and we knew we were going to have to get a new furnace anyway. But I said, I don't think it should be in this room where this door is going to get really hot and flames are going to belch out. Yeah. And everyone... Especially because that's
1: where you keep all your goddamn coal. That's right.
3: That's right. And um, and just two sticks right, right next to each other. Yeah. Which, who, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so everyone was like, no, it's your fine. Your kids
1: fucking love rubbing shit together. It they, is a very dicey they've situation. They inherited
3: the whittling gene. Yeah, right. Um So, anyway, this this doesn't have to do with the animals, so I will wrap this part up. Uh, Everyone kept saying, no, it's fine. It's fine for it to be there. It's fine. When we had the house inspection, the guy was like, yeah, your furnace shouldn't be there. So I was right. That's the point of that story. Anyway. Congratulations on being right, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Move the furnace to the attic. However, this closet that the furnace used to be in opens up to the attic, and we have plans to finish it out and turn it into something useful, but we just haven't yet. Wait. The closet
1: opens up to the attic. What does that mean?
3: It means that you open up the closet, and it's not a closet like... Where you'd put clothes or shoes or um,
1: your hot plate or what what have you. <laughs> right. So it's, it's not a like closet a... in any meaningful way. Those are the main things you – outside of making out when you're yeah. 13, Oh, this would be a good closet for
3: making out though
1: okay.
0: if you
3: don't mind the fact that you stare up in, and it's just the attic is above you. It's an unfinished box that has a Got door it. on it. Got so it. you open it up and um, – Yeah, it's just not finished.
1: Are there stairs up to the attic there? No, it's just... It's just... It's just a part of your house that they put a door to that they just didn't account for in the planning of the house. It's just some extra unfinished room... On the main floor of yeah. your house with a door to the living room. It's
3: like if I had a colostomy bag, yeah. but no bag. Mm, There's right. just a shunt from our house to got the it. attic. Got it. Normally, we don't think about it much. This
1: is a, shunt. This is a home shunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watch I, I, I this old HDB, house. I know about yeah. shunts.
3: Uh, we've got our modem in there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. cool. Um, and- Let me had, ask you this. Yeah.
1: How's your wireless coverage?
3: It's not bad. Cool. It's- yeah. It's not get one right? of those
1: mesh get one of those mesh units. That's a nice <laughs> unit.
3: So, anyway, um, there was a horrendous smell coming from our house mm-hmm. at one point and uh, this is the precursor to the house shunt. There's right. a horrendous smell. I have two little kids, so you it just made figured sense It was diapers. A diaper. Sure, yeah. Like how did a diaper get this far away from their room? I don't know. A diaper, maybe a throw up? Are
2: kids, no. do
1: kids secretly throw up or do you know, always know? Well, are your kids always scratching up the sofa? <laughs>
3: <laughs> they are. I had to yeah. put scotch tape yeah. all gotta over it. You got to get them yeah.
1: one of those baby posts.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, or just, you know, you got to clip their nails regularly. Yeah. If, if they're scratching up the couch, it means they're uncomfortable.
3: Right. Um, do you have uh, those little nail covers for Bug?
2: No, I mean I just have I I just she just ruined the couch. I just have a ruined couch. Okay, so yeah.
3: So I did not think barf. I thought poop. That's Mm -hmm. what the smell smell, smelled like. Daniel and I both separately checked the guest bathroom tank to see if someone had done a double-decker on our house. That's how bad the smell was. <laughs>
1: Just in case. That's how yeah. bad the smell
3: was. That's my caliber of gas. Did fuel. you have any,
1: like, prankster frat
2: boys over? I
3: don't. It didn't make sense, but the that's scent
2: funny was... that That's funny that
1: like, you both went to that. That's how uh, strong... Bad news. 20-year-old Jimmy Kimmel came over yesterday.
3: <laughs> that's how strong the smell was. We are like, what's going on? So then finally we realized, uh-oh, it's a rat. Yeah. So we had someone come over who found a rat in a trap in the attic. I hadn't even known we had traps. And then also... A dead rat in our front yard, which felt like a warning. Sure. Um, and then raccoons. So we got. Do all you think of... the
2: was a territory uh, conflict and the raccoons won?
3: It might have been. Maybe. It might have been. Sounds so really then we dramatic. had to get the r- raccoons evicted, mm. which the way you <laughs> it was a family of raccoons. You can't. How? Let's say there was a mom raccoon and baby raccoons cute in your, in your house or your. Um, condo or whatever Mm -hmm. how would you think to get rid of them because i did a lot of research it's not what you think
2: just have bad trash because (laughs) if there's one thing i know is that raccoons love trash and if you start just making your trash boring Mm -hmm. you know a lot of newspaper business papers uh you know toner historical novels Mm -hmm. just boring things right they're
1: like fuck this yeah i actually i had raccoons in my basement what i did was i went on amazon i bought all of Newt Gingrich's <laughs> Civil War novels, right. And just shoved them down the old yeah, trash chute. It's smart. You that, that that, took that, care of it.
3: Well, I thought inside the box. I should have followed your lead. Uh-huh. I thought inside the box. I called up this company that they they have something called raccoon eviction. They perform a raccoon eviction, which sounds like witchcraft. But <laughs> they, there's
1: two. Th- they do two things, Jordan. I'm a homeowner as well, so sure, I can explain yeah. this to you. <clears throat> First of all, they they work with raccoons. Second of all. If your goddamn teenager's out of line, they'll come in the middle of the night, throw a bag over his head, put him in a van, and take him to American Samoa to straighten him out. <laughs> that's right. right. Apparently that's something that happens. Yeah. Here's
3: two peanuts. I'm taking your shoelaces. I'll come back in three weeks. My plan, good luck.
1: Yeah. My plan, <clears throat> my plan here, Jordan, is <clears throat> if I allude to that every week. Right. Eventually, I will be able to gaslight everyone in the Jordan Jesse Go audience into thinking that it's that's a common, a common reference point. <laughs> right. Everybody knows about that time that happened to Earl Sweatshirt. Okay, go ahead.
3: Did I stumble into a bit? I I think
1: so. Bit seems I'm not
2: strong.
0: A bit generous. <laughs> it's something that happened
2: to one rapper— And uh, I think Jesse has been generally referring to it like it's um, an
1: epidemic. It probably happened to some, (laughs) like, teens that went on the Montel show. Yeah, sure. It seems like something you could get on Maury with. Yeah. Mm. Uh, So you called extraction specialists. Now, ordinarily, this is a high-powered team of uh, international super soldiers Mm -hmm. who will get Tom Cruise out of anywhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They exclusively work on Tom Cruise. Yeah. And the and my raccoons. Yeah. But Tom Cruise
2: actually washes his food before he eats it. Yeah. So that's the so difference a way between... that's the way in which
1: raccoons and Tom Cruise is the are only
3: similar. the only difference.
1: Allison was Allison was like, "Uh hello, is this the extraction specialist? I I found your ad in the back of uh Penny
3: Saver." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say soldier of fortune, oh. but yeah. I, we could go either direction yeah. with it. Penny same, same
3: diff. Yeah. yeah,
1: both are comic exaggerations. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hi, yeah, this is Al. I, I'm wondering if you could extract some uh, raccoons from my house, and then they say, "We're sorry, ma'am. We only work with high value government super spies." That's right. Um, and then you said, "Well, I was voted New York's funniest reporter in
3: 2008,"
1: and they were like. Yeah, we'll be there.
3: They said done. I know. And we'll I was be like, there.
1: <laughs> Rosen, yeah, we'll be there. Mm.
3: <laughs> yeah, I hate tossing it around just to like,
1: but sometimes, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to do <laughs> it. They're not looking at your CV. Now, not. if no. they were, they'd see it right there across the mm. top in 48 point right. type.
3: As my manager said to like a 13 year old me when I wanted to be a child actress, you got to go in there and you got to sell your typewriter.
2: Yeah, wow. literally. Yeah, go yeah. There. Um, and you've been, been sell, and right. you've been selling your typewriter ever, ever since. since. So
3: anyway, they use something called raccoon eviction fluid, mean? which is <laughs> wait, raccoon eviction yeah. fluid. for real, for real, <laughs> which is made from it's like pheromones from a male raccoon. Okay, and they spray it everywhere because male raccoons will kill the babies, will kill babies that aren't their own. Okay. So the mother raccoon smells it and is like, oh, fuck, there's another dude raccoon here. We got to get we these babies get out of here. That's right. That's right. That is exactly it. And it sounds like bullshit, but it's actually true. And it smells so bad. Wow. So, I mean, I wanted to get my babies and get out of there. It worked sure. on me too. <laughs> it's like cross, like, a, like, oh, it's like someone left a wheel of cheese in a barn. It was the most, <laughs> the most like gamey animal right. smell ever. It was so intense, but it worked. They were gone. So then we thought we were. We thought our problems were over.
1: Because a raccoon in your house, I know this from from our friend John Hodgman and his uh, his most recent book, um, "Raccoon in the House." Raccoon, <laughs> raccoon in the house. The story of Coon Hodgman. Hmm. Um. uh The they, they will their poops. Mm-hmm carry deadly diseases. So when you, if they poop somewhere, you can't clean it up. You literally have to call like toxic waste people to clean it up. It's right. like asbestos. Mm-hmm. It will kill you. Raccoons. Anyway, have you, did you ever, what? they got opposable phones so on the little. It's
2: cute and they wash their food. Ooh, they're so cute. They are very cute. I definitely love the like, Yeah, I, I, I would love to see a raccoon. Although maybe it's scary if you see it in, you know, in, in IRL. I
3: never got to see them. They mm-hmm. were gone before I personally had a chance gotcha. to see them. Um, Jordan
1: sees them a lot because they're in his trash can. They're like, "Oh, this looks good. This is nice trash. What's this? The new short story collection by the author of Swamp Landia? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna love this. And I love throwing away a book after
2: I read it. <laughs> I read a book and I'm like, "All right, he's <laughs> into the <laughs> trash he's with got you.
1: Good trash. That's the point. Don't <laughs> tell him
2: about libraries. <laughs> Quality <laughs> trash. Don't
3: tell him about
2: libraries. <laughs> Quality trash." So, um,
3: so we. I thought we were done with this whole situation. Yeah. Did you? Uh,
2: okay. Yes. Sorry. Continue. I have a. I have a follow up question, but please, uh, please continue.
3: So anyway, one night I'm asleep, and cool. all of a sudden, nice. yeah. As I'm, I'm a normie, like Sleep call in me it? a square. You're
1: no raccoon. <laughs> no. You don't have a, ra- a nocturnal uh, body clock. Wait I a minute. Don't. Did you say you were sleeping yes, at night? I did. You guys. Uh, I have only one response to that. <laughs> A sound of sleeping. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, so you're sleeping. So
2: I'm
3: sleeping at night. At night. Don't blame.
2: Basic.
3: <laughs> and all of a sudden. Are d- you.
1: Can this be the premise of Jordan Jessica from here on out?
2: Just calling human behavior basic?
1: <laughs> Just sleeping at night specifically. Oh. Yeah, I sure think oh. we could get another thousand hours out of that, oh, Yeah, right? absolutely. So wait, you
3: don't have any thoughts about the fact that sometimes when I'm thirsty I drink something?
1: Oh, oh shit! Oh, what? what? Uh, I'm sorry, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So
3: I'm snoozing it up like the basic bitch I am. Right. Yeah. And I and all of a sudden our dog is in her crate in our room barking her head off. Right. And I pop up in bed and I'm like, my first thought is that I'm angry at my husband for wh- why is he letting – Wendy bark her head off in the room, what's going on? And I open the door. (laughs) It's a
1: natural response (laughs) to presume that the dog barking is somehow your husband's fault. Well,
3: it's it's his fault because he put her in the room and then she's barking and why, what's going on? Right. I was sleepy. Basic.
1: So
0: anyway, (laughs) I
3: open the door and he is standing like five feet away from the door to the shunt and he's like, there's a rat in there. And I, and I say, oh, and I close the door quickly. And so anyway, long story short, he was watching TV when he heard something like a, a, something crash against metal. And he, it sounded so big that he thought our dog had like fallen over or something. And then he realized it wasn't her. And then he realized it was coming from the shunt. There was a ladder in there as well as the modem. He opened it up and he saw a rat like curled up in the corner, he thought dead. It had, like, fallen and hit the ladder on its way down. So he thought, there's, okay, there's a dead rat in there. Oh, geez!" And he mm. was, like, fre- it, these are they're big nim rats. So he was yeah. freaked out by it. And he was, like, okay, I need to get something to get the rat out. And
1: I mean, they have to be nim rats if they have existential angst sufficient to lead them to commit suicide.
3: It was the smell of the ennui that mm, drew us mm-hmm. there. Sure. Um, he tapped something. I don't know why. And the rat twitched. And he's, like, oh, God, the rat's not dead. Um,
1: you know what I do? Spray it with four oh nine. See if that kills it. I'd feed it to the baby.
0: <laughs> mm. <Now laughs> G- Give the
1: baby a taste for flesh, <laughs>
2: yeah. live flesh. Yeah.
3: So uh, he ended up. He he was. He managed to get the rat out, but it's a very sad story. The rat was dying. He got the rat out, and then maybe he got better. Well,
1: maybe he went to a little rat hospital. Cute. They got those underground over there, Nim. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Cause a lot, of, yeah, a lot of people who have heard this story that I'm telling for the first time here, were like, "Why didn't you just put the rat out of its misery?" But he couldn't bring himself to do that because he thought, "What if the rat's going to make a recovery?" But I don't. That's think true. It was what going
2: if he goes to.
1: to a little rat hospital? Yeah. Daniel's not God. That's right. He's He's, not, he's but a man.
3: Yeah. Put I'd the rat got,
1: outside. I'd have gone and got my sh- my shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have said, "Martha, get me my shotgun." Mm-hmm. Chunk, chunk. Put it out of its misery. I love to shoot and kill. (laughs) It's fun. Apparently. But for
3: mercy. but uh, Because you're merciful.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, But that's
3: the story. And I don't even know how I got on this topic. Oh, you wanted to know about the wildlife in Burbank.
2: Yeah. It sounds like it's pretty wild. Yeah.
3: So we have a tree that hangs over our driveway, Mm -hmm. which I think is similar to Jordan's power line situation. And we have birds that sit up there and just love to shit on our cars.
1: Do their biz. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I think when the house inspector comes to your house, they're busy looking at your wiring Mm -hmm. and seeing if it's up to code and so on and so forth. Right, telling you if your closet's going to catch on fire. What they should be doing is saying, this garage is too small to put a car inside and you're going to want to use it to put your toilet paper from Costco. Mm -mm. (laughs) And this power line runs over the only place to park your fucking car. It's going to be covered in shit all the time. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy your shit car, they say. No.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got my car washed recently, but why? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was my thought yeah. when I looked well, at it Just so it today. can get a
2: fresh layer of shit. I guess, So you can yeah. start anew. <laughs>
3: right. I did it more for the birds than anything. Yeah. No. The birds appreciate it. I, I'm sorry. I really think if you say, what did you say? Fuck off. What did you say to the squirrel?
1: What did I say to the squirrel? I don't know.
3: Hey man, I think
1: you said come into my house and absorb my life. Initially, I said what the fuck, squirrel. Oh
3: yeah, I think if you say that and the squirrel like takes it in and hushes, pipes down, I think you won.
2: Well, Jesse will see when he returns home today. Yeah, is his family his own or is he or is all his stuff going to be on the curb, Jordan?
3: Are they, call, are they calling the squirrel daddy now? Did sure. you already make that joke? I think you did. I think I did, but it's,
1: yeah. I think it's worth, worth reiterating. It was a callback. Thank you. <laughs> Can I tell you something important? Yes. I'm going to take off this coat that I'm wearing.
2: <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. You were the
1: squirrels <laughs> oh, the no! whole time. They've already absorbed your life and your podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We got all the, the podcast. We're doing Judge John Hodgman as well. Whoa. Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Mike Pesca is going to host that from here on out. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's we're ni- Look, we're nimrats, but we're we're not NPR level nimrats. <laughs> wow, what a twist! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Allison. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. You're yeah. welcome. Um, I'm so used to getting cut off at the knees by my friend Jordan over here, my so called friend. friend Jordan over here. I hope you guys
3: could hear the air quotes.
1: Friend. <laughs> yeah. Jordan's so so fucking pumped to set my wife up with these squirrels yeah. wearing uh, human clothing.
3: Which side? Whose side is he on? Yeah. The,
1: are you, yeah whose side are yeah. you on? Well, maybe Jordan. I'll t- talk about that once I take off this
2: coat. <laughs> Oh, That's no! right. We'll be right back on Jordan Jesse Squirrel.
3: <laughs> I think it's actually Squirrel Squirrel Go. Squirrel Squirrel. Yes,
2: everyone's squirrels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs>
1: it's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Suite. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Rosen, raccoon evictor. Yeah, fucking raccoons. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. Get out of my house.
3: I'm not the professional raccoon evictor. I'm just someone who uh uh took advantage of a raccoon eviction specialist services.
1: Right. I mean, here's the thing. Jordan was way ahead of us on this. Because he has a cat. And from what I understand, a cat kills things and puts them in your house. That's my understanding sure. of how cats I, My cat does not. She's not an outdoor cat. But, okay. Um, but I think if something got in the house, she would kill it.
3: But have you seen how cat owners seem they, – they really made peace with this?
1: Yeah. So they, that's the yeah. thing. So the first – when I first became a homeowner and I had to deal with my first dead animal mm. – and I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Number one, I am from. I am from the city. I am from an apartment in the city. Mm-hmm. This is where I was raised right. in an apartment in the city where their only creatures are bad creatures. You cannot have a. You can, aren't even allowed to have a pet. You know what I mean? Uh, and number two, I have to deal with this just because I own a home. Right. That seems... It seemed terrible. Mm-hmm. It 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 was all the worst things about being an adult and a parent and so on and so forth that I had no skills in, and I was really upset by it. I did that shit. What was it? It was like a it was like a medium sized bird. Oh, yeah. It was really gross too. Where was it? It was in the. It was like in the yard, but uh, on cement close to the house. Mm. So I did it. I got a shovel. You know, I have a shovel. I just was like I'm just doing this. I'm doing it, right? So what uh, And then I say about how upsetting it was on this very program. This is maybe 5 7 years ago. Yeah. All these cat owners are like, "Oh, big deal. Like one time the my cat brought in a you know, like infant a,
3: child, and laid it at my feet. Yeah, just played with it, and then laid it its at my soul feet. Soul out of yeah. its body.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're like, whatever. I why? There was a there was a one of those whale carcasses in my house <laughs> right. that's decaying that exploded everywhere because cats. I know. I was like, okay.
3: He thinks he's doing me a favor with his whale carcass. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't have a pro- i I'm not, – I'm not against people having cats because they bring those creatures in. I'm just against them being mean to me about being upset about it just because they've developed their – It's like if – Same. Just it's like if someone came over to, to my death. house. It's like if someone came over to ha- my house and ruined my couch and then they were like, well, I have a cat. So it's not mm-hmm. a big deal to me that someone ruined your couch. Mm. That's how I felt. Yeah. That's how I felt.
3: That's- I get that you felt that way.
1: R.I.P. Jordan's couch. Yeah. Couch. Just the arms. Yeah. Still, yeah. the sitting part's okay. Yeah, put your tushy in there. Sitting part's great. fine. This sitting thing is fine. plush. We've got a plush couch?
3: Uh, it's pretty plush, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, what I, kind
3: of material are we dealing with?
2: Well, the couch people, and I know we got to get to calls. I won't make this. The couch yeah. people. I, we got to get your coke this story a too. This was like, a, a, will well, you know, save that for next week. Yeah. Um, it's not that good. Um, he killed that one Coke brother. That's the Coke story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Sorry, other Coke brother <laughs> yeah. and the rest of his family. Yeah, they hate each other. I think. Anyway, oh. go ahead. Well, there you go. You're welcome. Well, you're welcome. Coke I brother. guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, the I got this. The couch I got. Uh, the, I got this couch when I was uh doing pretty good. Mm. Um, so I'm like, I'm gonna splurge a little bit on this couch. Uh, and I had Jordan it like was Alex, Jordan was a gigolo for quite some time. Oh, yeah, I've aged out of it. He's got a beautiful. Oh. Jordan has a beautiful. You, cramp. You've retired. Well, I rolled my ankle too, and it's just yeah. kind of a career-ending injury while jiggling. Yeah. While jiggling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> while juggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which is part of my jiggling. <laughs> He's a juggling juggalo. jiggolo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, it's a very specific market, but um, but
3: people who are looking for jiggling, juggling, juggle, jiggle. Right. Yes. Exactly. For that.
2: I have a market cornered.
3: Yes. Uh so I got a custom
2: made couch and the people <gasps> at the custom made couch Ew. place said uh that the material repelled pets. Oh. So that the material was not something that they would want to ruin. Wow. Um the material repelled pets, like a stepdad or something. Sure, yeah, exactly. Or a, you're a, a glass of raccoon pheromone. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a while, it worked. I think for the first couple months, I had the couch. The cat did not touch it. But um,
3: was there some scent in it?
2: I don't. I think it's the material. I think the idea was that the material was not something that would they would want to scratch. Okay.
3: Um, this, is, this is a big claim.
2: Yeah, I know. And I you know, and I liked it. And the couch person said it to me with confidence. She's like, Do you have a cat? It's like Well we have material that the cat will not ruin. No. Uh, and for a while. You tried a chainmail couch. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a
3: water couch. Yeah,
2: we can make it out of tinfoil. <laughs> the cat'll want to bat it around the living room a little bit, but it won't want to scratch it up. Yeah. Uh anyway, and then I uh and then uh so yeah, it worked for a couple months and then for some, something snapped and then the cat's like, I'm gonna claw it anyway. So <laughs> Just enough of this not clawing woke up one night to the sound of screaming yeah yeah and it
3: was the couch
2: yeah I thought I was made of a special material <laughs> anyway so when, the when moral something... of the story is don't trust
1: custom couch phonies and don't trust cats they could snap at any time sure
3: but what color what does it feel like uh, I'm something of a oh, um, sure. couchophile
1: it's
2: a green <laughs> it's green and firm oh yeah, yeah. sounds nice Sounds like, sounds unripe Right. Yes. It's yeah. It's like a it's like a banana.
1: <laughs> okay. When something momentous happens to you, like you finally ripen. Mm-hmm. That seems weird. Yeah. I take yeah, it back. When yeah. something momentous happens to you, call us two zero six nine eight four four fun, or send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun dot org. We might play it in this segment. Why? Well, this segment's momentous occasions. It's dedicated to callers who something momentous happened to them. We've been doing it a long time, and we don't remember why. Go ahead, Brian.
0: (laughs) Hi, this
1: is Tom from Philly. I was uh, just
2: biking home. Hi, this is Tom from Philly. I was uh, just biking home,
0: and uh, I saw what appeared to be truck nuts on the back of a bicycle. Um, The primary difference being these cycle nuts or bike nuts were smaller and more realistic. They looked almost soft,
2: uh, maybe made of silicone. Um, That's all I got. Thank you,
1: Brian, Thorne, and Jesse. And I bet the guest is uh, RuPaul Charles. Thanks, God, that would be so much better than Alison Rosen. I mean, no offense. To no, Alison I agree. Rosen. She's as good as it gets. <laughs> sure. But I
3: agree. If
1: we got RuPaul in here.
3: Yeah,
1: I disagree. Oh, I'm Rosen. You. I'm Rosen over RuPaul.
2: Thank you, bro. RuPaul. Wait your turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Wait your
1: turn. That's not unfair. Rosen's here, it's, killing it. Mm, it's nice you. that though they that they're more realistic. Yeah, the, uh, I
3: wondered if this wasn't heading into like, oh, he's actually just looking at someone's nuts. <laughs> right, while so they're someone's riding a bike, about yeah. nuts
1: are like hanging out of their bike right. shorts. Nuts are there when many people are riding a bike. When you're wearing, when a a, a man is mm-hmm. wearing a bike clothing, yeah, too often their nuts are available. Mm-hmm. Visually, for the eye taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like it feels to me. I know that the nuts are going to be where they're going to be no matter what, and you're more sitting yeah, on your you butt. Can't control the nuts, but those stretch pants feel like they put the nuts in danger to me. It feels to me like I've never worn them, but it feels mm-hmm. to me like they somehow put the nuts into the, the danger s- zone. Yeah. That's how it feels to me.
2: Where's the danger zone? I mean, I think the world is dangerous to nuts. I that's true. They're so delicate.
1: But you're trying to keep nuts kind of front and center,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, at least to some extent. <laughs> so you're saying it's, it's it's trouble when they go out the back. <laughs> well, I picture I picture those pants. You know those right. those kind of pants mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I picture them kind of pulling them back and mm-hmm. down. Into the danger mm-hmm. area because you're, there's you're nowhere for them, them to go forward. There's a compression that's right. pulling them down into Your butt. That hard, and this is a racing saddle. I mean, we're talking about if somebody's wearing the pants, they've got the hard with the with the slot down the middle for right. weight, yeah, to lighten the load. Mm-hmm.
3: There should be a slot where the nuts go.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we can all agree. I don't listen. I think you don't we You have to tell us. We're
2: piles of squirrels. I think we don't We don't agree. <laughs> listen, we don't really agree where the nuts go. Yeah. But I think we can all agree that the that the person uh, who had the truck nuts like product on the back of their bike is someone who would be insufferable to talk to.
0: Them.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, because not only the nuts, just the fact that they're biking everywhere, you know they are going to work that into conversation. Sure, yeah. No offense, people who are biking. No, here. absolutely,
2: You're it's lovely. a great way to commute. My friend a- it's great for bike the environment.
1: The time. Uh, but don't start this. I have a bicyclist friend <laughs> stuff, Alex. <Allison. laughs>
3: Look, just not in my backyard.
1: Dustin yeah. doesn't exclude your anti-bicycle bigotry.
3: Look, at here's a picture of me with Dustin and his bike.
1: You guys look so happy. Yeah. Where are you,
2: Olive Garden?
3: <laughs> I would never cheat on you that way.
2: Thank you. I have to only, go, only go with me to Olive Garden. <laughs> if you need to go somewhere with Dustin, you go to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got a macaroni grill. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I think just I mean I I think we probably have a lot of uh bicyclists in our audience. We do get a lot of calls that start with I was riding my bike when XYZ. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I, mean, I think and I think even bicyclists would agree that sometimes you get in the conversation zone of a bike person and it it can it can be an unpleasant place where the person is on their high horse about their biking.
3: And uh, they have a lot of rage, which yes, un- is sure. understandable. Right. But they have yeah. a lot of rage because they're taking their life in their hands every time <laughs> they try to go anywhere. And sure. other
1: people are not taking that seriously. Right. Yeah.
3: Right. And yeah, and I, see, I, I can see how people
1: they're... in their death cages... Yeah. Uh, are not taking seriously the lives of the people they're who are. Op-
3: they're parallel parking. They're opening their door. They're
2: making, almost killing well, yeah.
1: them. What, what in every other category is obviously the more responsible decision, the people on the bicycle.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think when you combine bicycle person with someone who buys a gross novelty item,
1: yeah, uh, this equals probably uh, someone who
2: is a little much.
1: Yeah. There's a group. There's an anarchist bicycle collective by my house. They definitely – there's definitely at least a couple people in there with uh, these realistic bike nuts. <laughs> I think that's absolutely true. But what's nice about the realistic bike nuts, Jordan, they're silicon. You can use them as a potholder. That's, so that's the that's four-man oh, yeah. function. So men
2: function together. Allison, I Much don't know like if a you're p- looking
1: for – Airbrush, hair dryer. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're looking for a Christmas gift or a holiday gift. Yeah, um, I am. But uh, that's a two-in-one. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: I love it. I love it. Nuts Cycle decor? That you can use to pull a casserole out of the oven.
1: Yeah. Pot handler.
3: Now, you'd need two sets of nuts. Four nuts. hmm Right? Well, Unless it it's a tiny how... pot
1: and then- What are you- what are or, you It might you... have a one handle.
3: Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. So, or maybe just
2: get a mountain, you know? Because <laughs> sometimes yeah. you feel like a nut. Yeah. Anyway. That's fair. That doesn't really work. Um, no,
1: so... I enjoyed it.
3: Yeah. When I was a little kid, I was a member of something called the Squirrel Club. Hey. Which was uh, whatever bank my parents went to, they had like a program for our littlest savers (laughs) called the Squirrel Club. Yeah. And I got a pencil with a little squirrel on the top. I got a button that said the Squirrel Club. And I had a pen box that said the Squirrel Club. So, are, I mean, are squirrels really so, do they really have such financial acumen? Well, I mean, do they really I, store I th- their nuts for the winter or is that just a thing they say? I think they
2: actually do do that.
1: Yeah, I think okay. they do. And they run that club, which is why <laughs> rather than bringing in coins and bills, they asked you to bring in acorns. Mm-hmm. They did,
3: yeah. yeah. But I oh the fun
1: I had collecting them. And you're like, uh, "What are they going to do with all yeah. these acorns?" I know. Oh, well. Acquire interest. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to speak to the manager," he said. Mhm. The manager opens his coat. Oh no! Yeah. Squirrels the whole time. Yeah, that's also the that was also the plot of uh, the new Mary Poppins movie. Oh, fun! Yeah, didn't see it.
2: I didn't see it either, but I heard it's really good. It's fun. Uh, Brian, we got another call in there. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Ina from Baltimore, and I just saved someone's life with the Heimlich maneuver. It really works. Tell all your friends. Everyone should practice daily. Okay, be safe out there.
0: Watch out for chips!
2: Bye. Holy shit! Watch out for chips! Yeah, is that what do you think they were choking on? Probably choking on a chip. Wow. Chip choking. Man. Okay. I'm now. I'm scared. Now because a... I my favorite activity is to eat chips alone, and I say that very seriously. Perhaps my favorite activity
1: is to sit in the dark and eat chips in the dark. Yes. While watching a film, or just no, <laughs> <Sitting in laughs> is the dark. this like a meditation practice for you? It's meditative. Practice? Yeah. What time? You just try and count the crunches. Very late, very right
2: before Betty time. If you have a (laughs) thought, I like to sit in the dark and eat chips. If you you have a thought or a feeling, you just note it. No, I'm sitting on the couch. I'm sitting on the green couch.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: you note it and you 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 honor it. Yeah, Yeah. and then you have some chips. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, man, is this how I'm going to die? I'm going to die. What kind of chips? Oh, any chip? Well, not any chip, but I have a I have a certain I have a, you know. A chip, a lo- like a list of chips, I rotate in.
3: Because I feel like I don't think a potato chip is going to take you down. I
2: tor- don't know. Tortilla yeah, chip tortilla chips probably a little. They're hardier and and
1: sharper. Yeah. Um. So yeah, probably more likely. And I don't that. But often... they have less structural integrity. Like unless you're talking about a Pringle, right? Which is made of a combination of like ground up potatoes and wheat. Mm-hmm. Wheat. Uh. I think. Uh, uh, my opinion is a tortilla chip has less fundamental structural integrity because it's made from masa. You know, it's ground mm, up corn. Sure. Whereas a, a potato chip, that's a slice right out of the tater. Yeah, I mean, I think my is most it? common chip Have is you ever a, sliced a tater?
3: N- I never have.
1: Well, it's going to look a lot like a potato chip once mm-hmm. you dunk it in hot oil. Wow. Yeah. My most common chip is a wavy lay. And yeah. I think that- uh, this can get pretty pointy. Can I ask you a question, Jordan? Yes. This is important mm-hmm. to me. When they invented ridges chips, mm-hmm. why did they keep making flat chips? I sometimes <laughs> like a flat chip. Um, I mean, I, I like prefer, look. I prefer a ridge chip. But I, I mean, like an ultra premium. I like an ultra premium. Look, if you're gonna give, you're taking me to get that uh, uh, mustard flavored kettle chip. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not wavy. It's fine because it's got powerful crunch because it's right. a premium chip. But I'm just talking about- That's a chip that could kill you. A it, fucking kettle chip? That's you know. how I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to
2: splurge on the kettle chips or mm-hmm. I'm going to splurge on the fucking Maui onion chips. Yeah, I was about to say, I
1: would love to go out on a sweet Maui and onion. And it's going to
2: jab me in my neck. God. And people, no one will find me for a week.
1: But it would be so good. And if it was a sweet Maui onion, I would have like fond- reminiscent associations, nostalgic associations with, before my dad uh, got remarried and we used to live in a little apartment on Godia Street and we didn't have beds, uh, but once in a while he would get sweet Maui onion potato chips from, from the Granny Goose Company. That was like our big treat. Great chip. Yeah. It's a great chip. Probably should focus and, on getting
2: us beds. And? It's what? what's going to kill me. Sorry.
3: What's, no, no. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No, I'm sorry.
2: I got nothing.
1: I'm Once sorry, again guys. with yeah.
3: the d- with the divorced dad and the bed situation, but what did he sleep on?
1: He slept. so We both just had a a mattress on the floor. Okay. Each both in both both bedrooms, we had a mattress. That was a very sad apartment. I was how I would Sounds characterize sad. it. Yeah, except I think I have described the time. Our our landlord was. Uh, like a 60-ish-year-old Vietnamese man who wore his Vietnamese military uniform at anytime he was in public and was com- genuinely insane, mm-hmm. like actually an insane person. And one day we came home and he had painted the trim of the building, uh, which because it was on a hill was probably – it was like not just the trim but also everything from the ground up to where it – you know how an apartment building on a hill it'll have a part that's a part that runs along the hill mm-hmm. that's you know points downward and then a flat part to the flat right. to the center yes. of the earth so that you so that the whole building isn't sideways because mm-hmm. it's on a hill. So all all the like 4 or 5 feet up until it got flat uh he painted it all with spray paint fluorescent orange and forest green with spray paint
3: Wow. That
1: sounds beautiful. I mean, he did a, a pretty good job considering, but yeah, it was a pretty sad. It also had like a, it had a non-functional fireplace, but it was just covered with plywood. Huh. Yeah. I don't know what that, Yeah, There you go. And we had one of those TVs where you have to use a wrench to change the channel. Fun. Yeah. Anyway.
3: But sometimes you had good chips, like the kind yeah, that are going to kill. Once, Jeff once Jordan. in a while,
1: once in a while, we would have those good, good Sweet Maui onion potato chips. It was a real highlight.
3: I think you need to pre-chew your chips
1: mm. when you're be with company.
2: I gotta be careful. Do you have a masticator? No, I gotta get one. Gotta get a masticator. If only there's a masticator slash clock radio. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> then I'm in. Yeah. Three things. Do you guys? Do the two of you think that if you found yourself choking on a, a any snack food, could be a chip, could be a pistachio, for all I care. Mm. And there wasn't anyone around to deliver the Heimlich maneuver, or hit you hard in the back, which mm. apparently is equally uh, effective as the Heimlich maneuver. But oh, that's uh, really good to know. But Maybe doesn't break your true. ribs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, Just, go listen you know, to the the Sawbones episode about the Heimlich maneuver. Is all I'll say about that. But um, uh, if you were unable to find someone to to do it to you. Do you think you could do that thing where you, like, throw yourself over the back of a chair
3: So, like Cobra
1: Commander taught us to do (laughs) on Saturday morning television? When
3: I was living in Brooklyn, I lived alone, and um, I'm always on the search for, like, some kind of food you can eat that has zero calories, I think, like many people in this culture. Sure. So I was going through my pickled vegetable phase, and I bought some pickled eggplant, and I opened it up, and it was very, very vinegary, like concentrated vinegary uh scent and flavor. Sort of like a pickle? But more so. Right. More like so like a a cross between a pickle and um Formula 409 that you mentioned before. <laughs> no. <laughs> With a bit of eggplant flavor. Got it. Uh so anyway, I took a bite and I could not stop Cough. was I did I was I choking on it or could I just not catch my breath because it made me cough so much. I can't remember but anyway I couldn't I could not get air in. And I was like, "This is how I'm gonna die, alone, eating
2: with a faceful of eggplant." eggplant.
3: Yeah, and no, maybe I really was choking on it because I know that I had like pulled the chair out, and I'm like, "I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it," and then I could then like I didn't need to, but I was prepared to like hunker down or like force the chair into me.
1: Are you prepared to do that, Jordan? Or do you think Bug would do that? I'll just
2: now. I'm just gonna accept it. I'm just going to let it come. It's my time. I'm not God. (laughs) Daniel's not God. Mm -mm. If the chip goes down the wrong way, it was meant to go down the wrong way.
3: Can we hear your story? I know you want to save it for next week, but I really want to hear this not very good story that you tease. Uh,
1: No, No, Jordan has somewhere to go. Yeah. We'll be back in just a (laughs) second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. (laughs)
0: Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello.
2: This is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we ma- we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time, Rachel talked about pumper nickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread.
3: We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There was one. The
2: weather? <laughs> one time, Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back.
0: <laughs> so check us out on maximumfun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our
2: energy is what all the iTunes reviews say. <laughs> they will now.
0: La, la. Nope. <laughs> Find out the answers to these important questions and many more on Still Buffering, A Sister's Guide to Teens Through the Ages. I am a teenager. And, and I, I was, was two. two. Butts, 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 butts. No. you change your mind.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Allison Rosen, almost killed by eggplant.
1: Allison, thank you so much for joining us on this week's Jordan Jesse Goh.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I just had your wife on my podcast.
1: So she... wait, hold on, oh, Allison. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I have something to say about that. Okay. And I was planning it out. I've been holding it. Don't forget to say that. Don't forget to say it. Don't forget to say it. Don't forget to, say it. Don't forget to say messed it up. Uh, so Alison Rosen, of course, is the host of the podcast. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Jordan is a regular on Allison's podcast. That's right. If there's going to be a gang episode, you bet your buttons Jordan's yeah. going to be there if mm-hmm. he can. You do a
2: you do an interview segment on Mondays. That's right. An and an then a podcast
3: on Monday. And, and then, then a fun
1: a, goof around. That's right. Later in the a week.
3: Panel goof around.
1: And you record that down at the Stonestown Mall in San Francisco <laughs> at the Olive Garden.
3: Yeah, it seems inconvenient considering we all live in LA, but it's worth it. But yeah. it's worth it so when
1: you're there, you're it. family. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly. The audio and the vibes.
1: Yeah. So uh, obviously Jordan Jesse Go fans should go check out an episode that Jordan's on. Why not? Please do. Why wouldn't you do that? You'd be a fool not to. Real dumb. However, I will say this. The other day, my wife, Teresa Thorne, author of It Feels Good to Be Yourself, a book about gender.
3: Identity. Book about gender identity.
1: Gender identity was on Alison Rosen's podcast. And I listened to this episode of the podcast. Now, I know my wife. She lives in my house. And we've been kissing for over 20 years. Mm. Um, I thought Alison did such a beautiful and amazing job interviewing Teresa about uh, about not just her book, but also our family and uh, her life and our lives together to some extent. I felt like I learned things about myself and my own family and my as well as my beautiful wife Teresa uh, from that conversation. And Allison also, I think, did a really beautiful job of talking to Teresa about our uh, Teresa. One of our one of my and Teresa's kids is transgender. Uh, which was sort of the impetus behind the book. And Allison, I thought, just did a wonderful job of asking Teresa about stuff in a way that, like, um, was, like, immensely respectful but also curious and also uh, was, like, really considerate and not uh, inappropriate but also um, not just, like, acting like she already knew how everything is. Uh, very modest in that way which is a, a great quality for an interviewer and I was I was like man Alison Rosen there's a fucking pro she's good at her job so go go listen to that episode if you're that's looking for That's
3: so nice. To to. Thank you. I mean it. Um that's really really sweet to hear. Yeah, it, I really I keep thinking about that episode. Um I really I was really moved. Um, buy it and I keep thinking about it. And I personally learned a lot because I there's stuff that I, you know, I mean, th- thank you for, for what you said about how I, I, you know, was open about the fact that I don't know about how a lot of this works and I'm curious about it, but while still being appropriate because it's like a, you know, you want to thread that needle. But yeah, I learned a lot of, of about how it all works. And um it, you know, I just felt like I'd, it was real education for me and, um, and it was also just a moving episode and everyone should go out and get that book because um, – and I just – the book brought tears to my eyes. Just, just the beauty of the idea of inclusiveness. I mean even not necessarily talking about gender stuff, just as a human being, uh, just to feel that the way you express yourself is – can be accepted. is just a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, Speaking as someone who was essentially taught to love – by Teresa Thorne. You, too, can be taught to love by Teresa Thorne <laughs>
3: yes. by buying that
1: book. Anyway, Allison is also, as I said, uh, the co-host of a podcast with our friend Greg Fitzsimmons called Childish. Yes. Uh, which is about your – how old are Greg's kids, 10 or 12, something like that?
3: Uh, no, 18 and 16. Oh, wow. So his eldest just left for college, and that was a real rough thing. It's, you know, he, it's interesting. They dropped him off at DePaul in Chicago, and and he was saying that as a parent – You're you know, everything in you is saying don't abandon your child. (laughs) So it just felt so unnatural to just leave him there. So he's going through that um, and just adjusting to, you know, there were four of them there and now there's three. And and he had a phone call with his son that he said he had been dreading. And I was expecting him to say a call where his son said he was homesick. But actually, it was a call where his son said he's not homesick. That's what Greg had been. So he, you know, he knows that this is what you hope for, but he's still having trouble with it. Uh, and then I have a two and a half year old and a seven month old. So uh, he gives me a lot of advice, and um, you know, we're sort of approaching parenting from from. Different ends of it because of the different ages of our kids and then we talk a lot about our, our own law. Lo- we talk a lot about not not parenting stuff as well. Um, but then we also talk about parenting news and we just did a live show with Andy Richter um, and that one's up so uh, that's a fun one and then yeah, just check it out. it's uh I think it's I think it's accessible whether you have kids or not
1: i i I endorse these. oh yeah. Podcasters. the au- the audio content of Allison Rosen is as good as it gets. Thank yeah. you. But seriously, though, at some point, Jordan, Jesse, goes super fan. Law three per is going to have to make a choice. (laughs) At the end of the day, you can't be a... a, a, No, uh, don't. He'll choose her. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't start doing ultimatums.
0: (laughs) No,
3: you can listen to any show. We'll still have Biggie in the (laughs) Met. Sure. So on on Alice Rosen's New Best Friend, I just had Jimmy Pardo on. And I, like, I don't know, 20 minutes before the show, I'm like, wait a minute. I want to do a quiz. And I had a... I'm going to mm-hmm. make, again, just like the raccoon story, going to make this one succinct. <laughs> Law Threeper submitted some questions for a little quiz because mm-hmm. he writes trivia questions. So um, he's great.
1: Yeah. Law Threeper. I know that you feel uh, he's been disloyal. He's out now. One the <laughs> – He's out now. I'm, I'm fine I'm with you, Law Reaper. Keep I'm, listening. I'm only, in, I'm only in support of Biggie in the Mets and Shurimpu. <laughs> <laughs> Can, wait, can I haven't we... heard of sh- shrimp poo in a while. <laughs> I haven't seen shrimp poo in a while. I was just out, thinking think. fondly about shrimp poo.
3: <laughs> can we circle back to the compliment of me for one second? Yeah, sure. Um, I just want to say, th- again, thank you. That means a lot to me because I have been thinking lately, you know, Alison Rosen new best friend. Monday is a one-on-one and then Thursday is this, like, fun panel. And sometimes I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice by – having these two shows that are really kind of different in the same show because... Almost certainly so. You think I... Well, we should talk about that later. Like, (laughs) because I do actual serious interviews that... They aren't aren't heavy. Some of them are, but some of them are very silly, too. But, like, they're, you know, of substance. And then my Thursday show is just, like, a fun hangout. And it also has substance, too, but it's, like, a very different vibe. I would
2: would say I... I do I don't think that they're that different. I do think that the goof around show does always include like some actual feelings. And I do yeah. feel like when I do go on that that show that even though I'm not there to like promote something or get interviewed, I do think you genuinely want to know how I'm doing. I do. And it comes across. So, yeah, I def- I definitely think that you, you to to both those things, you bring a little bit of fun and a little bit of seriousness, and I think it goes great together. Can I describe
1: Alison Al- mm-hmm. uh, Rosen in a phrase? Mm-hmm. Yeah, professional broadcaster. Sure, yeah. yeah. The woman like is a professional mm-hmm. broadcaster. I mean, sure, everybody knows that she's New York's funniest reporter. But at the end of the day, she's a professional broadcaster. Well, thank you. Our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. You can find us on Reddit, .reddit MaximumFun.reddit.com. That's where you're going to find Shurimpu, Mm -hmm. Biggie and the Mets. Right. And hopefully Lothreeper's out of there by the time this episode comes out. You can keep listening, Lothreeper. No, he's out. We're fine. He's out. Speaking
2: from a place of emotion.
1: Chose Allison, and he is out. Mm -hmm. He is out. I love you. I love you too, shurrimpoo. <laughs> <laughs> I presumed you were portraying Shrimpu, a listener who really loves us.
3: Yeah. I, as I don't th- think
1: Shrimpu listens anymore. <laughs> That's we're just been talking to no a one. really long time since I've seen <laughs> shurrimpoo. Yeah. Um, you can hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Jordan <laughs> underscore Morris. Uh, Allison's on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Uh, I'm at Jesse Thorne. Uh, Brian's is – I always forget how to spell it. It's a brainstorm Brian Storm pun, but it also has an underscore. Maybe it's A underscore Brian Storm. I don't even – it's so fucking complicated. It's like B – I have one interesting thing about it, not two. Yeah, Brian. <sighs> God. You know what? Brian's fired. Let's get Shrimpu in here. <laughs> I don't think Sherimpu <laughs> listens. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think, think Sherimpu's. I think Sherimpu just has dead. less time <laughs> to talk on Reddit or whatever because Sherimpu's doing so much listening. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Isn't
3: true. that weird though? When you're falling asleep and all of a sudden you remember the name of like uh someone who was very Someone's vocal in handle. your yeah, yeah. The, from like five years ago. Where, whatever happened to Where that is person?
1: Shurimpu. Yeah, Shurimpu probably on one of those uh, uh, one of those like salmon boats in Alaska. You just don't get internet up there. Oh yeah, that's got to be it. No, you make great. it's good though. You can make like fifty grand. In yeah, like you make your five whole, months. You make your whole nut there, and then yeah. just chill out the rest of the year. Yeah, just get on Reddit, talk about podcasts. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica.
0: org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned,
1: audience supported.